Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of The Essentials with me, Maddie Flynn. Today's topic is all about coffee. We're going to save the politics, we're going to save the controversies for another episode, but this is stuff that every coffee lover should know. And the cool part about this is that I'm going to put a little twist on talking about coffee and talk about it through the lens of psychology. So if you know what your personality type is, and if you don't, it's okay. Maybe you'll find out what it is after listening to this. It's interesting either way. And for each of these personality types, there are two types of coffee that you could try out that might match your mood for the day. And I came up with these myself. They may or may not be fitting for you. You might be like, ew, that's disgusting. I would never try that. Whatever. It's just a suggestion. And it might be a good one for some of you. So I'm not going to go into the whole Myers-Briggs personality test thing because... There are 16 personality types, and even with that, I believe that there are still like a million other combinations because we all don't fit into boxes, right? But there is that, and if you want to take the time to take one of those tests to figure out what your personality types are, you can always do that. But today, I'm just talking about personalities that are on the five-factor model, commonly called the big five broad categories of personality traits. And you can use the acronym OCEAN to remember what they are. O for openness, C for conscientiousness, E for extroversion, A for agreeableness, and N for neuroticism. And no one of these is better than the others. They're all fine to have. And I also think that a lot of us might be a mixture of all of these things. Once again, we all don't fit into a box, but these are just kind of broad and the majority of people could at least relate to one of these, if not more. But we'll get started with openness. People who are very open tend to have a broad range of interests. They're very creative, imaginative, insightful, and they're always curious to try brand new things. They're very adventurous. They do some abstract thinking. They embrace change. They love to experience the unknown. They don't like structure, and I'm pretty sure I fit into that category because that kind of sounds like me. I know that I'm a procrastinator and I do some abstract thinking, but I love trying new things. And the two coffees that I have for our open personality type people to try would be the Mazagran, which is a Portuguese summer drink. It is served cold. It's black coffee with lemon and sugar. So that's kind of unique. I feel like that might be good, but I'll have to find out. And the second one is a very unique type of Vietnamese coffee as it is made with beaten egg yolks and you want to get them creamy and then add your coffee along with the sugar and sweetened condensed milk. So our second type is conscientiousness. These people are goal-directed, they're mindful of details, they're very organized, they're highly thorough and very thoughtful. They enjoy a set schedule and they like their structures and they're very dependable. For our conscientious people, I have a cappuccino, which is one-third espresso, topped with one-third of steamed milk and one-third of foamed milk, so it's very balanced. And the end result is a creamy drink that's a little bit milder in flavor and can be served hot or iced. And the second drink is a regular hot Colombian coffee. If you just want a regular coffee, you want to know what to expect, but you still want to get that caffeine high, a regular Colombian coffee is the perfect way to start your morning, conscientious folk. Our next trait is extroversion. Our extroverts are very excitable when they're out in public because they're very social people. They're talkative, 
they're assertive, and they have high amounts of emotional expressiveness. They like to start conversations and meet new people, and they may say things before thinking. And the two drinks I have for our extroverts are affogados, which are Italian drinks, and they start with a gelato or ice cream in the bottom of a chilled bowl, and then you add your double shot of espresso on top, and then you can add things like whipped cream, liquor, even berries on top. It's like a dessert altogether. And the second drink is a red eye, a shot of espresso that's topped off with a full cup of regular coffee. So you end up with an even more caffeinated drink that combines both of those flavors from both of those styles. And that's really going to bring out the extrovert in you. You will be ready to face any task that the day throws at you with a smile. And then a lot of you may be thinking, where do the introverts fit in? But on this scale, extroversion and introversion are almost like a balance because if you have high levels of extroversion, you're an extrovert, and high levels of introvert, you're an introvert, and then vice versa, obviously. But they're kind of on the same bar. I'm, I'm envisioning this like a bar graph, but if you have low levels of extroversion, you're an introvert. And a lot of people tend to associate introverts with shyness or sadness and just wanting to be alone because they're sad for some reason, but that's not it. Introverts are deep thinkers. They work better alone. They can go for hours without human contact. They like to develop their own plans. They're creative. They may be a little eccentric, which is fine. A good coffee choice for them might be a macchiato and what's considered a dash of milk. And the idea is to get mostly the espresso flavor, but then cool it down with a little bit of creaminess. They can also be served with a bit of steamed milk on top to create even more foam. And you can ask for this with any kind of flavor that you want. The second coffee I have for our introverts is a Japanese iced coffee. This coffee is quite simple because it's a traditional hot coffee that's then poured over ice, which creates a quick release of flavors and a slightly cooler drink. And you can enjoy this by yourself in your favorite comfy chair and listening to your favorite music and possibly writing stories. Just having some you time. And I know that I said it's the big five with these broad categories, but I had to include introverts because I know a lot of introverts and we don't want to be left out. And yes, I said we because I am also introverted, but I think I'm a good balance of extrovert and introvert. Next is number four out of the big five and that is agreeableness. Some of the characteristics of people who fall under this category are high levels of trust, a lot of kindness, they're very affectionate, and they have a lot of empathy, and they care about others. They really enjoy contributing to the happiness of other people, and they just want to assist you. I think we can all agree that it's nice to be surrounded by someone who falls under the agreeableness category. And some good coffees out there for all of you helpers and caregivers would be the vanilla chai latte, which are usually made with water, milk, and black tea, with chai spices such as cinnamon, black pepper, ginger, cloves, all of that good stuff, with some warm milk. And the second coffee I have for our agreeable people is a piccolo latte which has a double shot of extra strength espresso that is then topped with warm, not steamed milk, 40% milk for creaminess. The fifth category of the big five is neuroticism. People in this category tend to feel self-conscious a lot of the time. Maybe they're a little bit negative. They have high emotional reactivity. They can be very realistic in how they think, which can be a good thing. 
compared to maybe somebody who falls under the openness category who's really abstract and tend to dream a lot, which is also not bad. But there are times when it's really helpful to be realistic about things, especially if you're making plans that are going to affect you in the long run. And if any of you out there fall under this category, I just wanted to tell you that I'm thinking of you and you are a lot stronger than you know. And I think a good coffee for you guys, since sometimes caffeine can really ramp up your anxiety, I know it can for me, would be black decaf coffee, which has more health benefits than any other coffee. If you want to add extra ingredients, why not? And then the second drink would be a decaf mocha latte, and then you could even put some whipped cream on that and really make it taste good because they're comfort coffees. So that wraps up the coffees for the big five. And I'm gonna put a little um, disclaimer out there again that these coffees are not like, oh, this is your type of personality and this is what you're gonna like. You may hate it, maybe you'll love it. But I know that after talking about all those coffees, I think it's 1.03 in the morning. I'm still wide awake because I've had like four cups of coffee today, but I am dying for another one and I really wanna try like Turkish coffee, which is something I don't know that much about, but I've read about it before and it sounds really, really good. And I also wanna try the Japanese coffee and the Vietnamese coffee. Okay, I just want coffee. I want so much coffee. I don't care if I'm up all night and I don't know what I'm gonna do because I don't have an espresso machine yet. It's on my list of things I have to get. I can't function without it in the morning anymore. I used to be able to, but like recently I went to class without a coffee and I, I had such a bad headache and I was like really drowsy. And that's how I knew I'm a certified coffee addict. And the last topic that I want to mention before I close out with this episode is some of the most recent coffee trends. So as we know, coffee is always evolving and new ways of serving it and savoring this drink are constantly being cooked up. Okay, and now over 2020, the worst of the pandemic when we were all stuck inside and like we couldn't go shopping and when we did, we washed our groceries off, that part of the pandemic. I know it was a huge trend on TikTok and I think Instagram too, to be making whipped coffee. This is one of the latest trends that took the world by storm and it's just equal parts of instant coffee, sugar, and water, and you can make it hot or cold. So you beat the mixture with a whisk or a hand mixer, and if you are mixing this by hand, be prepared to spend several minutes on this task and take turns with somebody, a friend, a sibling, your partner, anybody who is next to you that can take over when you don't want to whisk anymore, and whisk until the mixture is fluffy and caramel colored. Spoon it over your milk and add ice if you want. Whipped coffee, sweet and cool. The next trend is oat milk in your coffee. Oat milk was developed in the 1990s and its popularity has actually skyrocketed in the past couple of years. And I know it has because sometimes I'll be waiting in the Starbucks line and everybody's asking for oat milk. But then like, I'm not a sheep, I promise. But I have tried oat milk in my coffee and it's actually really good. It's a plant-based dairy alternative. So that's a great option for somebody who can't have dairy in their diet and it is much more sustainable than traditional dairy and other non-dairy options. So college campuses put a huge emphasis on sustainability, guessing it might be the best choice for our climate change activists when they go to Starbucks. So that's going to conclude this episode of The Essentials. Thank you guys, as always, for the listen. I really appreciate it. And while you're here, be sure to check out all the other great podcasts that the BMG Network has to offer for you. Have a great day and stay caffeinated.